Hallelujah. I want you to be encouraged that God is here and God is with you. Would you lift up your voice and magnify him? Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Somebody worship him. Come on, let's just talk to him for a few moments. Let's just begin to, amen, communicate with the Almighty God. He said, I never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth and the end of the age. Hallelujah. God, I give you praise. I give you praise. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord one more time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, we're going to be turning open to the book of Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 25. Amen. I want to say a, several things. I want to say thank you to the church for allowing us to have uh, this last Wednesday off to spend time with uh, my, our family, my in-laws. Uh, it was a great time to be with them. As a church here, we put a high value on family time. And uh, it's just, it was a blessing to take that time and be with them. And uh, thank you, Brother Diaz, for preaching the Word of God. Amen. I was actually listening in, and uh, it was a great, it was a great time, and and uh, and many good things were said, and and uh, he actually hit on several things that I'll be preaching here in the future, and uh, it was just a great, great word. And uh, one thing I took away from that, uh, well, many things, but one of them was be the coffee, and uh, I can get with that. So uh, you know. <laughs> just got to be it, amen, <laughs> and bless the world with it in Jesus' name, and I just was blessed and tickled by that in Jesus' name, but uh, good to be back in the house of the Lord. I love what I feel in this place, don't you? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 10, or uh, chapter 12 and verse 25, the Bible says this, see that you refuse not him that speaketh. I think I could stop right there and preach all about that. Amen. It's, it's not talking about uh, the preacher necessarily. It's talking about the Word of God. It's talking about God Almighty speaking. Amen. That's a great word for us here today. See that we refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who, speak, uh, who refused him that spake on earth, how much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but heaven also. And this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, another translation says it this way, that we have received a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. For our God is a consuming fire. Amen. He said that, that God don't refuse him that speaketh. Amen. They couldn't escape him that spake from earth. That would be speaking contextually of Moses. Amen. But now he's saying that there's one that's going to speak. Amen. And he's going to use his words. Amen. To shake heaven and earth. And I want you to notice what he said. 
he said that he promised he promised that once more I will shake heaven and earth amen and, and, and if I could put it in my own translation he said those things that can be shaken or removed will be removed and it's a promise from God he also said that those things which cannot be shaken will remain hallelujah it's a promise from God and I want to preach to us for a few moments on this subject unshakable turn to your neighbor and say I'm unshakable amen turn to the other neighbor and say I don't know about you but I, I choose to be unshakable hallelujah God bless you you may be seated in the house of the Lord amen unshakable God is and will always be the world shaker we know this because it was God that at the sound of his voice, all of earth and all of nature obeyed him. When God moved upon the face of the waters and God said, let there be light, there was a shaking in the deep. Amen. The Bible says that darkness was upon the face of the deep. But when God began to bring forth light, there was a shaking and there was a quaking. And immediately light became as God had declared it so. Amen. There was not yet a moon. There was not yet stars. There was not yet a sun for light to emit from. But when God's word boomed over the earth, immediately it shook to existence. And it declared, amen, I will be what God has called me to be. God is a earth shaker. We see that when God spoke to his children, the children of Israel on Mount Sinai, the Bible says that when he appeared and when he began to speak, the earth itself began to quake. It began to shake and it began to tremble at the sound of God's voice. Nahum chapter 1 and verse 5 declares that the mountains quake at him and the hills melt and the earth is born as burned at his presence. Yea, the world and all they that dwell therein. I want you to know that when God shows up, things cannot stay the way they are. When God shows up, there is a change in the atmosphere. There is even a change on terra firma. It has got to move. My Bible tells me that the earth is groaning and travailing and it's waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. What is that? God is shaking. God is shaking the earth. God is shaking the world. And we are experiencing it even today. God promised that he would shake not only the earth in a physical way, but that he would shake the kingdoms of this world. Haggai 2 and 7, he promised, and I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And this is what he said to his people, and I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. God promised one day I'm going to shake heaven and earth again. Amen. He promised I'm going to shake nations. I'm going to shake, amen, earth. I'm going to shake kingdoms. I'm going to shake. But when it comes to the church of the living God, he said I'm going to fill the house with glory.
I want to give you some encouragement here today. You're in the church of the living God. Everything out there might be shaken because God promised it so. But there's a blessing in the shaking. There's glory in the shaking. I want to be a part of the unshakable kingdom of God. Somebody clap your hands and give him great praise. God promised I'm going to shake all nations. Jesus would tell us about it in Luke chapter 21. He said there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth. Distress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and they shall then see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. And when those things begin to come to pass, I want you to notice who he's talking to. He's talking to his church. He's talking to disciples. He's letting them know that there's going to be signs in the heavens, in the sun, in the moon, in the stars. There's going to be signs on earth. He talked about it in another place. There's going to be earthquakes in diverse places. There's going to be pestilence. There's going to be war. He said there's going to be nation rising against nation. And then he begins to tell, amen, that the world, that in the world, men's hearts will fail them for fear. Brother Diaz, you were preaching about it. People are going to be overcome with stress and anxiety and terror and fear when they look around and they're seeing all the perplexities and all of the world's insanities and they're going to be looking around for hope. But when he spoke to his church, he said, when you see these things happening, lift up your head. You're going to see it just like everybody else is going to see it. But when you see the shaking of the heavens and the earth, I want you to look up because my Bible says your redemption draweth nigh. Can I preach to somebody? The world's shaken, but it's not an act of the devil. It's an act of God. He's shaking heaven and earth, and his church has got to not look down and not be downtrodden, but they got to lift up their eyes towards the hills from whence cometh their help. Somebody lift up your hands and magnify him. Let's pray all across this building. We're living... In, in, in perplexing times, uh, we're living, uh, amen, as the Bible says, in the last days, uh, there's going to be perilous times. Hallelujah. I want you to know that it is a fact, amen, that we are living in those days and those times. People's hearts are failing them for fear right now. There's going to be signs in heaven, distress on earth, perplexity, confusion, heart attacks, that are induced by fear and terror because they see the powers of heaven are shaking. Amen. They, they are, they're, they're, they're concerned and they don't know what to do. And, and in the last days, these perilous times shall come. And, and I know there's people that have been preaching about it for years. But church, we're living in the last days right now. Amen. We're living in the last days right now, and I'm not looking 30 years for perilous times. I'm looking around my world right now, and I'm seeing perilous times. And I'm, I'm 
I'm seeing everything uh, that looks like it's falling apart, uh, but I've got to remind myself uh, and be encouraged in the word of the Lord uh, that he promises, church, uh, that once more, I will, not the devil, not society, not politics, not corona. He said, I, I promise that I will shake the earth. And I've come to believe and I've studied the scriptures that when the church sees the shaking, there's not, we're not to be failing with fear. We're not to be downtrodden. But when we see it, we look up because Jesus Christ is coming back and he's coming back soon. That when we look up towards the hills, we see redemption. We don't see turmoil. We don't see perilous times. But we see our hope and we see our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Somebody love him all across this place. Hallelujah. When the church sees it happening, we're not perplexed. He even told us. In fact, he let us know ahead of time. Don't be worried when the economy collapses. Amen. Because our treasure is not on earth. Our treasure is in heaven. He said to lay up for yourselves... Amen. Treasures in heaven where moth does not corrupt, rust does not corrupt. Amen. Men do not break forth into steel. I want to tell you what you're doing here today when you came to church. You're saying, I'm laying up treasures somewhere else. I'm laying up treasures in a kingdom that will not be shaken. That when everything collapses and economies collapse and political parties collapse and nations collapse, I'm putting my hope and trust in a kingdom that will not be shaken and cannot be shaken. Hallelujah. Amen. We are not distressed. We are not depressed. Amen. Maybe some folks are here today, but let me preach that out of you. My Bible says that in his presence there's fullness of joy. My Bible says that in the Holy Ghost is righteousness, peace, and I want somebody to realize, amen, joy is different than happiness. Happiness is dependent on circumstance, but joy says I got something to look towards that's better than what I feel. Joy ain't a feeling, honey. Joy's a reality, and everything might be shaken, but I got joy because it's a promise from God that once more he's going to shake things up and thank God for it because when he shakes up the world, his church is filled with glory. When he shakes up the world, we can look up and see redemption because our redemption's coming. We are not to be perplexed, distressed, depressed. Amen. We are not to be downtrodden, fearful, full of anxiety. Amen. I know that it's easy to do that in this society and in this current moment. But when we feel that way, my Bible says to comfort ye one another with these words. That in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye... We're going we're gonna to see him in the clouds. Amen. My Bible says, amen, that we are to look up. I'm not worried about what CNN says, Fox News says. I'm not even concerned about what happens in November. You know why? Because our kingdom's not of this earth. Amen. This is not our home. We're just passing through. My Bible says we are ambassadors of Christ. You know what that means? I'm not from here, but I'm here to tell you about another kingdom. 
I'm not interested in political posturing and telling people which way is going to be your Savior. I'll tell you who your Savior is. It's not in the next election. Your Savior is coming, and his name is Jesus. When you look towards Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, that's when you're unshakable. That's when you're not perplexed. That's when you're not distressed. That's when everything collapses and you're still standing. Why? Because my hope is in heavenly things, not on earth. Oh, somebody clap your hands and magnify him. Come on, let's love him. He's in this house right now. The unshakable kingdom and the unshakable king is in this place. We are a part of a kingdom that is unshakable. Amen. All the shaking does is strengthen our grip. All the shaking does is cause the church to focus on heaven. All the shaking does is cause us to focus on what really matters. All the shaking does, it perplexes the world. It distresses the world. It causes people to get anxious in the world. But when we see the shaking, it makes us refocus. It makes us look up. It makes us, come on, somebody. When we see the shaking, it doesn't shake us. When we see it, we might feel it like ever else but we will not be tossed about by every wind of doctrine as the church of the living God we can see just like everybody else sees but we will not be cast down we will not be destroyed it is not a time to be wavering in your faith it is not a time to play church. It is not a time, amen, to slack up and loosen grip. It's time to strengthen our grip. Amen. If you're on the fence about whether or not you want to serve God, amen, I want you to know, if you're on the fence, you're going to fall off the fence. It's time to say, Lord, everything's shaking around me, but I'm going to step in to the unshakable kingdom, and I'm going to align myself with an unshakable God. The kingdom of God is unshakable. The kingdom of God is an ark that will not sink and cannot sink. The ark of God is a bush that cannot burn. The ark of the, the, the kingdom of God is a city that cannot be breached and walls that cannot be torn down. The kingdom of God is a treasure that can't be stolen, that doesn't rust, that doesn't depreciate, that doesn't devalue. The kingdom of God is unshakable. If you get in the church, guess what? honey you're in the ark of the living God and you're unshakable if you get in the church you're in the city of the living God it's unbreachable if you get in the church of the living God you're a treasure that God can move but no one can steal and no one can destroy you're indestructible when you're in the kingdom of God I wish I had 30 people that would give God praise that you're not a part of some fleeting kingdom falling kingdom shaking kingdom but you're part of an unshakable kingdom of God. Shaking feels different to everybody. Shaking comes for two reasons, and God promised it. He said, shaking comes that the things that are easily shaken off might be removed. You better believe God promised, I'm going to remove some things. And the only way God can remove some things is to bring a shaking i got to remove some bad, bad, bad habits so he brings a shaking into your life. 
I got I to gotta remove a bad attitude so he brings a shaking into your life. Amen. Because he knows the things that were not built on the rock, Jesus Christ, will not stand when the shaking comes. When the storm hits, when trials come, those that are not those that are not tied to the rock and built on the rock, Jesus said they will not stand. They will not remain. Shaking comes to remove. But shaking comes for another reason. Shaking comes not only to remove things. Amen. And he said whatsoever can be shaken will be shaken. Can I preach it this way? Whoever can be shaken will be shaken. I want you to know about the world shaker. He doesn't shake the world lackadaisically. He shakes the world and it's going to be only those that got the grip on the kingdom that will... Everybody else is just kind of lazy about it. Amen. Just kind of relaxing. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. He says, I'm going to shake it so violently that it's going to remove anything that even has the slightest possibility to be removed. But he also said, it's a promise that I'm going to shake the earth and I'm going to shake the heaven and those things that cannot be shaken will remain. Shaking comes to remove, but shaking also comes to prove. You want to know if you're a Christian? Go through a shaking. You want to know if you're a worshiper? Go through a shaking. You want to know if you're a giver? Go through a shaking. You want to know if things are going to last in your life? Go through a shaking. You want to know if you can have joy in the midst of darkness go through a shaking there's nothing like a trial there's nothing like hard times there's nothing like perplexity that causes those that are making sure they're in the unshakable kingdom would you lift up your hands and let's pray I'm almost done preaching somebody pray right now Come on, if you can think to yourself, I've aligned myself with too many shaky things. I got shaky relationships. I got shaky ideologies. I got shaky theology. I'm not quite certain about this, that, or the other. I want to encourage you, step into the unshakable kingdom. Shaking, it seems like perplexity, fear, anxiety to everybody else that doesn't have a grip. To them out there in this world, it seems like everything's falling apart. But to the church, it's a promise. He said, I, I promise you, I'm going to shake it. And you know what, as a pastor, I, I, I love to see people serve God when everything's going well. But I see people that don't serve God when things are well. Amen. And I think to myself, God, whatever you got to do, just save them. And, and you know what? That might seem mean to some folks, but the truth is, God, whatever kind of shaking you got to bring to their life, amen, that will cause them to get a grip on the things of God, you go ahead and do it. If I ever slip, God, shake me up. If I ever lose lose my passion, shake me up. If I ever stop worshiping like I really worship God, shake me up because I don't want to slip and slide. I don't want to backslide. I want to put myself in the unshakable kingdom. I don't want to lose passion. Shake me up. I don't want to lose my prayer life. Shake me up. I don't want to lose my faithfulness of God and to his church and to his kingdom. Shake me up. Whatever you do, shake me up that the things that cannot be shaken will remain shaking comes to everybody 
shaking comes to everybody. But the question is, what do you do when you feel the shaking? What do you do when you know the world around you is collapsing? What do you do when it seems like everything is crumbling? I want to tell you what to do. You don't refuse him that speaketh from heaven. There's nothing like coming to church and you feel like your grip is starting to loose. But David put it this way. I almost slipped. I almost backslid. But when I came to the house of the Lord, then I understood. Can I preach to somebody? There's nothing like going through a shaking that causes some people to be more committed than they've ever been. There's nothing like a shaking. Can I preach to the church? In 2020, our church has never been stronger. It's... People have never been more faithful than when they couldn't go to church, than when they didn't have the choice, than when they didn't have the option. It shut businesses down, and it shut churches down. But the apostolic church is an unshakable. I wish I had somebody that would get excited. You're part of an unshakable you can crumble world, you can collapse world, but we will not be shaken. We will not. If you're going to be saved, you got to get a grip. Turn to your neighbor and say, get a grip. you got to get a grip. That's why the Bible says, "He that they, those that remain and endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Well, I'm just going to show up to church. I'm going to be a CEO, Brother Seaward, Christmas and Easter only. He told me that that was that was great. I just show up when I feel like it. You know what? You don't have a grip. And when the shaking comes, you want you ain't gonna make it, honey. But if you can be part of those that say, I'm gonna get a grip. I'm gonna get a grip on God. Can I preach it? When you get a grip on God, my Bible tells me of Jacob. And my Bible says that Jacob was wrestling with the Lord. And the Lord was trying to shake. Because you better believe it. God's going to shake even when you're trying to get towards him. Because he wants to know, do you really want it? Or was it just convenient because you needed something out of me? I want to know, do you really want to get a hold of me? Are you just doing it so you can look a little different and be a little cleaner of a sinner? No, he said, Jacob, I'm going to try to shake you. But my Bible says uh, Jacob had a grip and Jacob uh, would not be shaken. Uh, can I preach? Uh, it's in this season. Uh, some folks got to get a grip on God and say, God, I will not let go until you bless me. I will not let go until I'm changed. I will not let go until you move in my life. Unshakable kingdom. The Bible says in Acts, there were some sailors that got in a shipwreck. And Paul told them, you got to hold on to the you got to hold on to the ship. You got to stay aboard this boat. It's the only thing keeping you afloat in the storm. And if you don't stay with the ship, he said you will not be saved. And the Bible says it began to break apart. But I love the Bible. The Bible says it shook apart. Amen. It fell apart. It collapsed under the storm. It collapsed under the waves. But my Bible says that were some men that were on boards. 
They were saying, you know what, Paul, I heard your word. Preacher, I heard you preach. I got to hold on to this with all my heart. And even if it breaks apart, I won't let go. Can I preach to somebody in this hour? It's not time for less church. It's time for more church. It's not time for less prayer. It's time for more prayer. You got to get a grip on the things that keep you afloat and keep you alive. It's time to get a grip on the church. It's time to get a grip on the kingdom. Oh, somebody lift up your hands. Let's pray. Come on. He promised those things that cannot be shaken will not be shaken. Amen. You got your grip on. I want you to know it doesn't matter what shakes around you. You are unshakable in the presence of God. God's going to shake, but he knows that child of God's got a grip. They're holding on to me. They're holding on to the ship. They're holding on to all the right things. My Bible tells me of a man in Acts chapter 3 at the gate called Beautiful, lame from his mother's womb. And they said, silver and gold have we none, but such as we have give we unto you. They took him up by the hand, his ankle bones received strength. And my Bible says that he went into the temple leaping and praising God. And my Bible says he was going into that temple holding on to Peter and John. Can I preach? It's not time to throw church folk under the bus. If they help heal you, you hold on to them. Come on, if they fellowship with you when you were down, don't throw them under the bus. If they helped you when you were hurting, can I preach to somebody? It's not time to slacken your grip because there's a shaking that wants to make the church full of disunity. But there's a bunch of people in this building that got a grip on one another and they're going to church together, leaping and praising God. Yes, they might disagree at times. Yes, they might get under your skin at times. But Brother Machado, let's worship God together. I got my grip on my brothers. I got my grip on my sisters. And we will not be shaken. I wish I had 20 people that would make it up in their mind. I won't be shaken from the fellowship of God, of his church, and of his people. Let's clap our hands. Let's stand across the building. Come on, somebody lift up your hands. And let's magnify Jesus. Come on, somebody pray. I feel him in this house. He's shaking. He's shaking. But the question is, have you chosen to be unshakable yet? He's shaking. But the question is, have you strengthened your grip or have you loosened your grip? He's shaking. He promised it. But are you of those that say, I will not let go of what God has put in my life? Shaking comes. But he said the shaking's coming. And I will fill my house with glory. Paul and Silas were in a jail cell. Shackles on their hands and feet. And they said, you know what? I think we ought to pray and just worship God a little while. What do you do when you feel locked up? Do you complain about everything, get bitter? No, 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 no. I just make it up my mind. I'm going to talk with Jesus. And I'm going to worship God. And while they were doing that, the Bible says that the prison began to shake. 
and God begin to shake up that prison cell. I want you to know shaking for everybody else might seem like a curse, but for the church it's a promise. They might have seen that shaking. Uh, the jailer was about to kill himself when he saw the shaking. Uh, but there was a preacher in prison uh, that said, God, go ahead and shake it up because uh, somebody's going to get saved. Uh, you know, my prayer's been all the last two years we've been here. God, shake up this city so, so people can get out of their comfort zone uh, and be saved. Uh, amen. Can I tell you, when he shook it, uh, the only thing that broke uh, was the prison doors, uh, the prison shackles. Uh, and guess what? Uh, the jailer, uh, he broke in his spirit uh, and he said, I'm ready to give my life to God shaking can save you shaking can bring glory to the church we like to quote this one given it shall be given pressed down shaking together some blessings only come to your life if you endure through the shaking there's people right now that they're going, God, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this because everything's shaking around them. But God says, I'm shaking things in a place for your good. My Bible says that God works all things together for the good of them that love God. You've got to be willing to say, God, you can shake all you want. But just like Jacob, I got a grip. Amen. You can shake all you want, but just like those sailors, I got a grip. You can shake all you want, but just like the man in Acts chapter 3, I got a grip. And finally, let me preach to some folks that are visiting today. My Bible tells me of a Canaanite woman whose, whose daughter was possessed of the devil. And she said, Lord, would you heal my daughter? And he said, it's not for me to give dogs the food of the kingdom of God. Can you imagine the offense? Can you imagine the bitterness? It's in your Bible. Jesus called a woman a dog. Could you imagine the media outrage and Jesus would all of a sudden be blacklisted and canceled in this culture? Do you know what Jesus was really doing? Shaking you. How bad do you want it? Are you going to get offended because somebody said something you didn't like? Are you going to hold on? Because you need your daughter healed. Are you going to hold on? Because you need a miracle. Are, are you shakable? Are you removable? Are you unshakable? Are you part of this kingdom or that kingdom? Are you crumbling? Are you part of the kingdom that says, No, God, my miracle is too important. She looked right at Jesus and she said, You can call me a dog all you want. You can't shake me. Even the dogs get the crumbs. And Jesus said, they're yours. Your daughter's healed from this very hour. Blessings come from the shaking. Glory comes from the shaking. Deliverance comes from the shaking. Miracles come from the shaking. Revival comes from the shaking. Deliverance comes from the shaking. But it only comes if you choose to be unshakable. I want you to lift up your hands. I'm done preaching. Would you pray right now? There's some folks today that need to step out of the kingdoms of this earth. You need to repent of your sins and be baptized in Jesus' name and say, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking other tongues. When you do that, you're saying, I'm leaving the shakable kingdom. There's some folks need to leave those shaky relationships and say, God, I'm going to get a relationship with you that is unshakable. Come on, somebody pray. 
Somebody feel after the Holy Ghost. When you get in Jesus and Jesus gets in you, you can be unshakable. When you get in the church of the living God, you are unshakable. When you pray through the Holy Ghost, you are unshakable. You can make a decision. I'm going to hold on. I want to open up this altar. If you feel comfortable, I want to encourage you to come to this front. Uh, lift up your hands. Uh, but I want you to do it with the intention. Uh, God, uh, I'm going to strengthen my grip on you. Uh, God, I'm going to strengthen my grip on your kingdom. Uh, God, I'm going to strengthen my grip uh, on your church. Uh, God, I'm going to strengthen my grip uh, on what you're doing. I will be unshakable. I will be unshakable. Blessings come to the unshakable. Glory comes to the unshakable. Favor comes to the unshakable. Somebody pray. somebody pray right now if it's been a while since you talked to God I want you to reach up to him with your heart and get a grip on him and say God I'm holding on I will not be shaken if you have a need in your life I want you to be like that Canaanite woman that's just nothing you do will shake me God I'm unshakable Respond to God. Respond to God. He's shaking. He's shaking, but get in his kingdom. He's shaking, but get in the unshakable kingdom.
Somebody pray right now, right where you are. Those that cannot be shaken will remain. To shake my faith. What I'm facing will not shake me. That's impossible. And we're standing here only because you paid away. Come on, that's it. Somebody pray. Come on, Brother Kevin, Sister Jeff. It was the shaking that brought you to the house of God. It was the shaking that blessed your family. You move mountains. You hold walls to fall with your power. sing this again in a moment, but I want somebody to pray right now. Come on, there's some folks in this house that have faced such impossible situations, and it has not made you weaker. It has made you stronger. You're unshakable. You're part of the right kingdom. Your life's built on the right things. There's others right now that everything's shaking around you. I want to encourage you. Get a grip on God. Get a grip on His church. Get a grip on His kingdom. Come on, somebody pray right now in the name of Jesus.